0: Hello, ha- good day, and happy new year, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic, the first Pioneers podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format. Keep our listeners updated with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I am your host, Kevin Finkel, joined here
1: with my co-hosts. Hey, everybody. I'm the Japan hobbyist out of the uh, uh, Tokyo area of Japan. I almost said the cardboard samurai area of Japan, but I don't think that's a, a real place. Um, but anyways, how you guys doing? Welcome, Hey, welcome. make it your own place. Yeah. yeah. Um, welcome in. Welcome back. Um, other co-hosts?
2: What up? It's your boy. Ashiak and uh you know what the time of year it is? It's time for
1: murder. Murder.
2: Murder. Yes. <laughs> and you don't have to participate in murder, but you can sure no. talk about it. Mm.
0: Yeah, I'm not feeling very murderous, but uh I think what you're alluding to is this new set, Murders at Karlov Manor. Uh you know, end of the year is always a slow time for magic things kind of drop off, you know, not a lot of new news, not a lot of big events right at the year end. But we're back. It's the start of the new year. We've got the beginning of spoilers for the new set, this um, murders in Karlov Manor, and this is kind of going to be our pre-preview episode yeah. where we talk about you know some of the early spoilers, some of the set mechanics, and kind of do that that what we're expecting from, hoping mm-hmm. from, seeing from already from this set before we go into our full set review for Pioneer, which will probably be uh, next
1: yeah, week. Yeah, the full set reviews tend to go, like, what, an hour and a half, two hours anyways, and, like, adding another half hour on top of that would just be insane. So I, I'd rather just yeah. get it out of the way today.
0: All right, so we got a new set that always means, you know, new mechanics, new characters. Um, one new Planeswalker is the new deal. Uh, new deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we want to talk about first? Le- uh do you want to go through some mechanics? Yeah, let's
1: do the mechanics. We have got a couple that are coming back, a couple new ones. You want to go over and just kind of explain what each one is?
0: Yeah, sure. yeah let's see if we've got all of them. I have a let's list. Here. So but... uh Megamorph. Is Megamorph back? Oh.
2: Megamorph is assigned back. No, Megamorph
0: back. isn't back. <laughs> we we've got new face down creatures. Yeah. So I guess uh you know wi- wizards they were seeing that everybody liked the um here being on arena for a temporary draft mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Whatever that thing was, uh, we've got a new way to cast a face down creature for three. Uh, this is Disguise, mm-hmm. but the 2 2 creature also gets Ward 2. Uh, and then it basically just has a, a an unmorphed cost that you can turn it face
1: up. With. I like this. You know, mm-hmm. everything's kind of becomes uh, a yeah. threat because, you know, they're like, well, do I, is it a crap card? It's it a good card? I mean, in Limited, you don't know. But, like, you know, if you're playing a good card, it's a like, crap. It's basically a 2 2 good card with, with Ward.
2: I love Three Manic Grizzly Bears with Ward 2. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it, it's an interesting... I, I think that it's a push in the right direction. Like, if... Morph, I don't feel I could ever come back. Like, I love the morph mechanic, but I just feel like a three-mana vanilla 2-2 is just so absolutely dumpster-fired mm-hmm. below the curve for what we expect in Pioneer um, that there's just no way that's playable. You know, it gets pushed. That should completely push it out of the format. Or it doesn't put, well, it does get pushed, actually. It also gets stomped is the more important one. Um Does it get pushed if it's a three-mana CNC? It does or? get pushed. It has no mana cost. Okay
2: yeah sadly uh yeah but we're with wizards and especially now that we're entering the year uh 2024 we're seeing a lot of like uh reskinned versions of old things that we once had and Mm -hmm. they're a lot more powerful like we literally just power crept evolving wilds in this set so Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) like magic's going in the direction that uh things are just going to be the same mechanics with different words and boom we Mm -hmm. got a new mechanic that's how we got disguise uh speaking of we also have another
0: way to do this is uh, not only can you disguise a thing by you know, putting it face down as a 2-2, there are some cards that also will cloak a card, which basically mm. does the same thing. It puts it face down as a 2-2 with Ward 2. Mm. Yes, it Manifest, I think it is. Yeah, so it's kind of got like Manifest and uh, Morph in the same set here, which is, you know, fine. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. None of, the, none of the cards have like overly impressed me with these mechanics yet. However, uh, we do have like a couple of like. Uh, so we have a, we do have a cool new subtype of enchantment called Cases. Um, cases are just mm. essentially like uh, when they enter the battlefield, their enchantments, that'll say they'll do something when they enter the battlefield. And then once you have to do something to solve it. Uh, And then once you've solved it at your end step, it gets like a buff or something like that uh, for the most part. Um,
0: Yeah, so just today is when I noticed that it only solves at your end step, not just when you meet the requirement. And that definitely, I think, makes these a fair bit weaker for me that you really will for most of them have to wait next return. Um, I was excited about this mechanic and now I'm a little bit more off of it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. I read that. I I read it the first time though. So I was immediately just like off of the mechanic. Uh, the cases, like, uh, you yeah, yeah, the cases. Uh, there's still, like, a lot of, like, other cool mechanics. Like, I think some of the other ones that are kind of cool, like, we have a couple, like, random ones that came back. Like, Wither comes back on exactly one yeah. card.
1: Yeah. Um, I think uh, that's just kind of, like, showing us, hey, we're going back to Lauren in the future sometime.
2: Yeah. Uh, the other one that we have that's, like, a little bit more uh, pronounced throughout the set is uh, Collect Evidence. Uh, So the way that Collect yes. Evidence ends up working is, like, uh it, it'll it'll basically work like um kicker or something like that where you have to pay an additional cost to be able to do something and the way you do that is you have to exile total mana value of whatever the collect evidence is like it's collect evidence mm-hmm. for you just have to exile uh cards in your graveyard with total amount of value four and you have successfully remet the requirement
1: oh i thought it was like a number of cards no it's actually the TMC
0: total it's okay cmc yeah, so the difference here between this and kind of, like, Delve is that it does care about the CMC. So that makes it unfortunate that, you know, lands just don't matter for this. Um, you know, that kind of makes it so, like, oh, you accidentally milled a bunch of lands instead of your good cards. Now they're doubly bad. However, it's um, like a, I think this could be a very powerful mechanic, though, yeah. if it's on anything good. It's like a double-edged
2: sword, <laughs> right? Like, you you theoretically, like, can't do that. However, cards like Magma Opus get a lot better, because you can just use the tr- discard to make a treasure ability, and now you have an 8-CMC spell in your graveyard, Ooh. so Collect Evidence does have, like, a, a skill ceiling. Like, like you can be cycling. able to, like, you can, you can do a whole lot of cool things with it. However, yeah, it's 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 Delve, but different. and they, like they put cycling. it on a couple other cards. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What about Cycling with that? Like, you cycle away something that costs, like, yeah. 7 oh, mana. Yeah, the
2: Broken yeah. Lands or something like that, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it works
2: That's like it. that, too.
0: Yeah, you know, and, like, Delve Spells... Delve Spells... As much as they, you know, compete with this, they also kind of play with it. Mm-hmm. Like, a treasure cruise gives you eight in your yard, uh, so it's not the worst thing. Um, it's also interesting, you know, split cards, like, uh, there are actually some new split cards in this set, yeah. and those count as both sides. of a cost. So that, that's nice for this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm kind of just waiting for, I'm waiting to see actual cards that matter with this. Like, we've seen, like, a green rare that's not like, playable, traverse and that's the, the closest old, one
2: to playable. That yeah. card, yeah. Sadly.
0: Um, but if we saw something that could go into phoenix i could see a world where this could be something that shows up um it would just have to be you know an actual card that's playable and uh we haven't seen that yet
1: okay so we got disguise we got cases we got wither what else we got um collect evidence we just talked about suspect uh, investigate is oh. the big one oh, we oh, yeah well, that about. too yeah yeah,
2: investigate talk about back. Suspect, first. Uh, suspect. Oh, okay. Suspect's yeah. real simple. Uh, all it really does is it just like if you the, like. I think my favorite thing about suspect is that now you can just call cards sus. Um, so yeah. like for example, <laughs> like uh, like it, all all it does is like give something suspect, and what that does is yeah. it makes it have menace, but it can't block. So it's like a primarily something that's going to be like like used to like show it as like an outcast kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, there's not there's not anything that's like too too impressive that's sus currently but
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so far you know as far as actually building around it like there's some stuff in black where like you make your things a suspect and then get a payoff for that but like that's very much a limited mechanic so far uh again it'll be if we see a standalone card that does something that matters with it
2: yeah and then we're just seeing the return of investigate obviously you know we're having a a set trying to figure out murder and the thing that comes back is clue tokens yeah it, it makes perfect sense um there are, like, a bunch of other, like, random mechanics that kind of get included. Like, we have the return of poison counters on one random card. We have the return hmm. of, like... Uh, we have a bunch of the new clue-type things. Like, there's, like, a clue equipment. There's clue... Uh, there's just a bunch of random, like, new clues. Hmm. There's a clue land. That seems Yeah, there's cool. a clue creature. Like, uh, the red herring or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now, like, there's a bunch of these random things. We have, like, basic land cycling entering uh, Pioneer, so yeah, we, we, yeah. we have that. Uh, it's not, nothing. nothing's too, too insane. Uh, like, this set is just kind of like a, a return of all of the Ravnica's so you kind of see yeah. a lot of, like, random things. You see a lot of, like, characters that we know very well, like Judith, Tolsimir, Aurelia, Zoni, Tessa, Um uh, mm-hmm. But we're also seeing some new faces uh, from, like, our more recent sets, like Kellen and um, uh,
1: and similar did we talk yeah, about yeah. surveil coming back yet
0: uh, well surveil, surveil became an evergreen, evergreen
1: what oh, did it okay yeah so mind. it can show up yeah. in multiple places okay so yeah other than that then i think we covered them all right i think so i can't see any that we you said didn't. we got the split cards we got the wither yeah. we got uh the to be clear stage. about the split,
2: split cards stages. they are just yeah. split cards they didn't return the fuse mechanic they're oh. just one side or the other
1: it's still, we haven't seen them for a while, right?
2: Yeah, I think the last time we saw these exact style of cards within Pioneer was with Shadows. No, no, not Shadows. Um,
1: no, it would have been um,
2: uh, the second set of Return to Ravnica. No? Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not, not Return to Ravnica, um, but... Ravnica uh, Legions.
1: Guilds of... Ravnica Legions. Okay. Yeah, yeah, RNA. Don't yeah. remember that set anymore. So. Yeah, because that's on. that.
2: That's where we have the the good one, the the one that I was uh playing, where it was like well, you can deal one damage to something and uh and ping them or mine on was... them. I what the cards called? Ryan,
0: it was right before War of the Spark okay.
1: uh, shook everything okay. up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I forgot everything after over. War of the Spark happened because it was just like it shook everything up so much. Yeah, everything before. Yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, those are all the mechanics. So, the next question I wanted to ask, you know, all these new mechanics, um, returning mechanics, etc., uh, how will these influence Pioneer? Do you think these will have any kind of impact at all? Do you want to kind of go down the list? Like, do you guys think Collect Evidence will have any kind of impact?
2: It's it's really hard. I think that's the one that's a little bit more contentious for me, because I feel as though that, like, it's, it's, a, it's a mechanic that obviously can get a lot of power, because... Like, like I said, Magma Opus, it's not really hard to get these really high CMC cards in your graveyard. Like Stitcher Supplier, you could just like mm-hmm. put a bunch of these big dorks in your deck, and then you just kind of like, boom, collect evidence immediately. Yep. Uh, yeah. However, uh, I, I think it's a mechanic that Wizards thus far, from the cards I've seen printed, are playing a little bit more safe, because it is something that is quite easily abusable, because they, they kind of realize what they did with Valve, so uh they yeah. are playing it a little yeah. bit they're they're kind of playing it a little bit safer so there isn't anything that's like too too like busted but a lot of the cards that i've seen are like still efficient and good but like they're not mm. oh my god pioneer is gone too yeah
1: poop <laughs> so maybe maybe they're uh buildable you know or, i mean they can fit in they can like maybe build around or some kind of yeah. maybe we'll see some people brew with them maybe
0: Yeah, for once, I feel like I'm always complaining that there's uh, cool uh, cards, but no payoff. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's the payoff here, but no cool cards. Maybe it's it's still the same way. Like, I I feel like we have the support to make something collect evidence. We just don't have anything that collects evidence be any good yet. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, okay, I can put a plus one, plus one counter on something. That's not what I'm building my deck around, you know?
2: Yeah, it, 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 there's just nothing that's, like, too busted. Like I said, they played it pretty safe. There's, like, callbacks yeah. to similar cards. Like, the Collect Evidence card that we can kind of, like, base off of what they're really going to do uh, to, like, not fully talk about spoilers. But just the one card is just kind of, like, they did, like, a Traverse the Olvenwald type thing where mm-hmm. you can collect some evidence to be able to get a creature or a land into your hand. Or you can just go get a basic land and not collect the evidence. Yeah. So like they they just put it on lay of the land and made it a rare, so like that that's the kind of power level that we're ended up seeing. So we can very like kind of make it similar to Delirium type thing, but yeah. Okay. But we, we need to
0: see the treasure cruise or the dig through time or the, uh, the oops, broken. Uh, what is it? Murderous cut or yeah, yeah something something that has Passager a real, you know, was broken for forever. We... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gurmag Angler, all of all them. these cards, all of them.
1: Maybe um, we'll see a, a a merger of delve and collect evidence yeah you so many, like you said out. so many of those delve cards cast or cost like so much but like you know once they go to graveyard hey you know you can just use uh, um collect evidence to support it by just getting rid of one of those get rid of that tasker that just you know got middle way or something like that yeah, but, yeah. Like, we need the merc tide yeah. though you know we need we need something so here. uh next one suspect i don't think he's going to see any playing pioneer
2: um, it, it I I don't think suspect will particularly see play in Pioneer because it's a powerful mechanic. I think there'll be cards with the mechanic that they are a little it. bit more okay. powerful. It's just kind of like one of those things where it's not like I'm like building suspect tribal or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. However, yeah. there could be one or two cards with suspect that end up being a little bit more powerful than others. Like don't what I'm seeing. Don't think will be
1: like a key part of the deck though. Just kind of it'd yeah. be just more like oh they have it.
2: Yeah, like this is just kind of a mechanic that you'll have to learn at one point. Like, yeah, like uh,
1: yeah,
0: it's also not like it's not like there's an existing deck that will obviously synergize with suspect because it's you know it's not really a builder on mechanic. You know,
2: yeah, it's one of those cards where you'll have like or sorry, it's one of those mechanics where you like you'll have like one or two of those cards in your deck, maybe. Um, and it's not like it's not like it's overly pushed or anything. It's just kind of like, oh, this thing has like a shield counter or something like that. It's like one of those random one-off mechanics that like, you'll just have to remember because mm-hmm. some timmy at your FNM will play it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, next one then. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, go for it. Disguise yeah. the uh, ward. More disguise is the difficult
2: one for me. I I've seen like one or two cards that have been like, oh, this is kind of powerful uh however i think it just really ends up depending on how pioneer ends up shaping up because like right now it's really hard to break through pioneer uh especially with like the rise of blue white the rise of efficiency mid-gaming for the rakdos and uh it's just really hard to break through so i don't think we'll see like any sort of like tribal but i think like one or two of these cards might end up like making archetypes a little bit better mm-hmm. hmm.
0: so what are the chances you think that a megamorph deck will show up because we have additional face down cards yeah. now.
2: Zero. Zero, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, zero. I, mean, I agree, but to, uh, we're not gonna. You're not gonna have to I figure mean... out. You're not gonna start buying up your hidden dragon slayers or nothing like that. But competitive, uh, just decks... like, man, we're so
1: back. But I'm like, we're
2: definitely not back.
1: Competitive decks, no. But I think people will have fun brewing with them.
2: Oh yeah, there. Somebody, somebody at your FNM will make you read those cards.
1: Yeah. Like, do
0: what now?
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I died. How... But like,
0: how bad is a two-two with ward two in the world of stomp it's
2: push. not the worst I don't think uh I, I like Ward 2 is like a lot. Yeah like like your your fatal push is now taking your entire turn to counteract your morph card. So like there is that and like stomping on the play will again take your entire turn. Uh I, I believe the disguised cards are like colorless. I don't think they have any colors so you don't have to worry about like getting through with it like a rending volley or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah like 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 There's not a lot of good ways to get around the ward, minus, like, the new card that was printed or whatever, the one that can't be countered, the the Eliminate that has extra text. Um, So, like, we don't have a really good way of getting around it, so a lot of the time it it will end up taking your entire turn. So there is a good chance. It just depends on the cards, like, what what they're going to do when you turn them face up. Um, For example, there was one that, like, was, like, a, a huge cost to turn up. However, it got reduced by the number of instances of sorceries in your graveyard. Like, that, that mm-hmm. ends up seeing, like, pretty good. There's ones that, like, deal damage when you turn them face up. Like, it really depends on the effect for the Megamorph. And thus far, they seem like yeah. they're push. I think this is the mechanic they're trying to push the most, to be honest. Because, um, like, a lot of these cards seem, like, pretty okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I have a question real quick. Wasn't there, like, a card in Keldheim, like, a black card that, um... Uh... How can I say? It's like uh, face-down cards cost two less to activate or something? Or is that only with four tell cards? I can't remember.
2: I think you're that's talking about Dream Devourer, and I think it's the yeah. first card you cast that's face-down costs... Or sorry, the first card that you cast from Exile, I
1: think is what it was. Oh, it's from Exile, so I, so I did not count the, I think, I don't those know. guys. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't think there'd be anything in Kettle Time, but I'll quick look that card up. Yeah, yeah Dream Devourer is the one I think he's
2: talking about. I don't actually know. I'm um, uh, working I on think- LGS has the perks.
1: The only other new one, then, that I, I want to ask about the impact is the cases. Do you guys think... I think some of the cases might make it into um, Pioneer, but what do you guys think?
2: It's really difficult for me to say it, like, yes, 100%, this will see play. A lot of these cases are very... They're, they're like, enchantments that enter the battle. Like, like I, they, they give me, like, saga vibes where, like, I kind of mm-hmm. have to play with them to see how they play out on the specific turns to, like, do it. Because, like, these do have the requirement, like, I think, like, one of them is... Uh, like, you, you you, have to have seven lands, but like, that one's kind of stinky, anyways. There's one that's like, you have to cast four instant sorceries in a turn, which is like mm-hmm. really difficult. Um, it, 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 We just haven't, I think one or two of them might crack through. However, it just depends, right? Because it's just like, because like on your end step is when it gets cracked, right? I or think, solved.
1: Yeah. I, I think it really depends on the first um ability. Like, I think if you have, if it has a strong first ability, you can kind of just set it and forget it. Um, yeah. And, you know, for example, the like case of the Gorgon's Kiss, I think you might see some play in um, Sacrifice and Recto Sac, Because you destroy something for one mana that was dealt damage, which I think is great. You know, you Ugh. ping something with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mayhem Double. It yeah. dies. And then, uh, whenever you, it says, then like, um, three or more creatures put in the graveyard from anywhere. So if those are. Your, uh, your cat oven, you know, your cats with their ovens or, or like, whatever else, um, I mean, you are easily be able to kill three, I think, and yeah. then flip it. You could do all in, like, one turn.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know about the argument for that exact deck. However, I do understand, like, the idea. Like, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very dependent. It's very dependent. But um, you just don't need cards that make uh, Mayhem Devil better because that card's already just yeah. kind of nutso. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's there's some other ones. Like, I think the one that, like, was, like, kind of interesting was, like, Case of Crimson Pulse, which was, like, an ETB, discard a card, draw two, then you have no cards yes. in hand, mm-hmm. and then at the beginning of your end step, draw two. Like, that one seems like the easiest one to solve. I think that's mm-hmm. how, where the mechanic is actually going to be, is, like, how easy is, is it? It needs to pass, like, the three checks, right? Like, how easy is it? I'm sorry, how good is the ETB? Uh, this one, pretty okay. How is it to solve? Uh, This one's not too hard to solve. You're a red deck, you have to cast spells. And then once you're solved, are you winning the game? uh and mm-hmm. for some of them the answer is now for some of them the answer is oh my god but
0: as far as quadrant theory i think it's also important with case that it is discard a card and it doesn't say if you do so if you're empty-handed this is your
1: last card in hand it is just a draw too yeah um exactly i think that covers most of the new stuff do you guys want to talk about the returning stuff and if it's going to make any kind of impact at all in pioneer like for example we have investigating clues back is this going to help out any decks? Or, there's, not like, any decks any that, like, there's not any decks that, like, making stronger.
2: There's any decks that, like, kind of, like, we're already just, like, wanting to sacrifice clues a lot consistently. Like, if anything, that's just kind of, like, a byproduct of a lot of these decks. Like, the, the, the clue, the, 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 the most played card in Pioneer that has to revolve around clues is Thraven Inspector because yeah. of Convoke. Uh, mm-hmm. And, like, it wasn't, like, really using it as, like, a clue abuser. It was abusing it, yeah. it as, like, free or whatever um so like we won't really see like clue tribal i think if anything a lot of these decks will just like incidentally get value like um there's a lot of these cards that just kind of are like uh do a pretty powerful thing investigate uh there's like a four-mana wrath of god that makes where uh, the opponent have an investor makes the opponent investigate oh my god my dogs um anyway uh yeah so like they're gonna investigate uh there's just like a lot of good value to end up getting
1: Probably got some visitors at the door. I bet. Yeah. Oh yeah, my dogs love <laughs> um, visitors. But I was gonna say, uh, I think that the uh, Insult decks have been playing a lot more of those uh, explore slash uh, investigate type type effects in their their decks because you get creatures plus, you know, the uh, the blood token or whatever else along with it that you can enchant. So I think those could possibly um, you know get helped out by by this new set along with like Boros Convoke.
0: Maybe, maybe like, there's the case that makes a, a clue, so that's, you know, an enchantment and an artifact going into play and then can turn into a way to, uh, you know, art to animate a, an artifact, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if that's actually, I, like, I feel like on its own that's not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there is any deck that's just like, oh, I need to have a critical mass yeah. of artifacts yeah. in play, so I care about, it's, you know, having random ways to get clues. I'm not quite sure. It's, it's going
1: to be more that, like, you get a better selection of of clue makers, than just having to play the one that makes it because that's the only one you got right now in that color for example exactly um wither i guess not really poison not really whether uh, the wither
2: and poison yeah, ones one are off. both one-offs like uh the massacre girl known killer is the one with wither and like that card's already like really interesting however we'll go over it more in like the actual spoilers yeah. um
1: the the split cards i don't know we haven't We're, seen anything that's like been too too them. impressive um yeah. Not really gonna make an impact. Uh I mean
0: if if there's a good one in the right colors, it could help uh um, elephant combo mm-hmm. be better,
1: but yeah, that, that's uh, like Aquarius the one that's combo. trying to like abuse it. Uh what about the cycling was the other one then? Uh like, the
2: basic the, the basic land cycling is again like, a one off and we don't really have anything that's like, yeah. oh my god, no, I'm gonna no cast living damage, end. Right? Rawr. No, we don't have like a living end thing. And we already have cards that kind of do a similar effect, like herd migration that exists in the format. And mm-hmm. that card only sees playing Quint, so
1: Okay, so um, moving on. Then I know you can't talk too long today. Uh, do you just want to talk about some of your favorite cards that have been spoiled so far? Like, do you have any uh, picks?
2: We can we can talk a little bit longer. I still got more time. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, uh, if we want to go, like, we can just go for a little bit about cards that are really we're really enjoying. Um, yeah. Or cards that are like, uh, like I personally am. So. Uh, uh, go for it.
1: I was gonna say we're gonna be talking about a lot of cards next week, but usually you guys always, like, attack me or attack Kevin when we talk about poopy cards. So I think today should be the poopy card topics. And then, like, next <laughs> week will be the competitive uh, topics. I mean, I'm just using your words. Sorry, Ashley. Yeah,
2: no, I love poopy. Poopy is a good word to use a lot for a lot of these things. Yes. Yeah. When, when I was a lifeguard instructor, like, I hired, sorry, I was one instructor. I had to use cards or letter- words like that. So okay. uh, I'm going to talk about, about I, I don't I don't know what ends up being, like, poopy. But I'm going to talk about cards that at least pique my interest. Uh, yeah. Make, make it a little against the odds thing. And I think the one you that's want to like
1: go first then, or yeah, the one
2: that's really interesting to me is Delaney or whatever. Uh, Delaney Streetwise Lookout. Uh, it's two and a white for a legendary two-two uh, that says creatures you control with power two or less can't be blocked by creatures with power three or greater. And if an ability of a creature that you control enters the battle, or sorry, with power two or less triggers that ability triggers an additional time. So that literally that, means right? anything to do. No, it's not just Pyro Monokon. It is death triggers. It is attack triggers. It is. Every single trigger, it, it is not. It is not an ETB. Oh. Uh, so, like for example, like we we have um, like a Skyclave apparition. You get to hit two things on the wow. ETB. The Reflector Mage bouncing two things. Like it's three mana. It can get hit by Coco. Um,
1: so it's there's like a lot a, of... um a three mana Elshnorn.
2: A little bit, a little bit, a little bit.
0: Well, Elshnorn again is just ETBs. It's more like Wandering Throne, but for uh, you know mana instead of being one creature type it's about power
2: mm-hmm. i haven't found any ways to like break it with like death rattles yet however etvs and like attack mm-hmm. triggers are like the more obvious ones um like like for example like luminarch aspirant uh can like grow pretty quickly uh like when you go to combat it'll trigger and then you can put two counters on things um values lieutenant obviously but like then it scales past delaney and it gets a little awkward it is a human too uh, so like
0: yeah, the humans part I'm definitely like yeah yeah I think stuff grows in that deck so quickly like maybe you could one day get a trigger twice with um,
2: Adeline but like only once yeah only once <laughs> uh, I don't even, yeah yeah only only if your creatures are Delaney and Adam. So funny Thaly's lieutenant gets Um, double triggers, right? Yeah, Thaly's lieutenant gets double triggers. (laughs) Uh no, well it puts it on other things, right? Like so yeah, yeah. yeah. uh,
0: The the ETB it'll get double death parts pretty nice, but the uh
2: itself it's really difficult because like also we have like Brutal Cathar being able to ETB steal two things. Um
0: like I don't know, like we're obviously talking
2: like like I think I think it really depends how the rest of the Coco Shell ends up looking. And I don't know a lot of the green creatures, like I know voice of resurgence will get like a double death rattle trigger. Or, if your opponent casts a spell on your turn, you get two Actually, of the no tokens.
1: There's a couple good cards in humans. There's the uh, one that destroys an uh, artifact or enchantment. That's one that he has the uh, training, whatever. When, he's, like, when uh, he attacks one, two, that would trigger twice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It would get so a be well, be It would like check that ability right away.
2: It would check twice, right? Like So when um, it attacks with training, or not training him. Yeah, just training. Whenever it attacks. So it would need something with three power to be able to trigger twice, but yeah.
1: And then you have the one that puts counters on. It comes as a one, one. And then... Yeah, it puts a counter on something uh, at the beginning of the combat step. I forgot the name of that card. Luminarch Aspirin, yeah. Yeah, so that would trigger twice then, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think the one that... that I thought of that was actually dope is Voice of
2: Resurgence, right? Like, that one's nuts. Yeah, yeah. That is pretty cool. But, but
0: it... um, I also keep thinking about, you know, what's, what's one of the best uh 2s two in the format? More expensive than Tarmogoyf. More expensive
2: than Tarmogoyf. I uh, tell me. I
0: mean... It's it's the Goblin Token from Fable of
1: the Mirror. Oh, yeah. Whenever
2: it attacks, you can trigger twice. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, Yeah, two Two treasures.
1: treasures. (laughs) Nice, nice. That's interesting. Uh, I wasn't even looking at that card. I I mean, I didn't have time to really go through the list, but dang. That's that's, that's a good card.
2: It just has, like, a wide amount of Yeah, that one's really sweet. And it's, like, uh, like, the Coco Greed Piles or, like, the Value Piles haven't really existed in a while. So, like, Amalia just kind of started existing, but...
0: I was gonna say I was hoping Amalia would kind of make that deck where you know that would be the home for like these cocoa piles, and
2: it sort of is. But it's like not like a fun way. It's not like a fun toolboxy way. It's like a hot, you're <laughs> dead, twenty power, gain life, ah, uh, like it's lame.
1: It's lame. I wanna, I wanna against the odds it a little bit more. I have a guess. I have a, an against the odds card. If I can go, go next, for it. go for it. I mean, I oh, think Kevin Kevin might have might have chosen this maybe for one of his, but um the pride of the whole clade it's 10 and a green 215 fifteen. Two power 15 toughness has defender and it costs x less to cast for x the total toughness of creatures you control i know you guys would like totally hate on me if i talked about it next week so i'm talking about it this week because i think assault formation decks are always fun super fun to brew with you know whatever we got arcades you know we have uh, of course assault formation i think there was another card recently that also lets your defenders uh, attack and uh, stuff like that high alert yeah so this is a super fun card i would definitely build around it if i could it's not going to get fatal pushed which is good oh, yeah. uh, even good if e- yeah even if tragic slip was um you know in the format it wouldn't be tragic slipped either which is which is amazing well, i think it's my favorite funny. thing
2: about it is it gets stern scolding which is like hilarious it, obviously not in pioneer. that card's not in pioneer <laughs> but in, like modern this card just gets stern scolding
1: like <laughs> Oh, I don't know what that is. Sorry. Uh,
2: it counters a uh, creature spell for one blue oh. with that. That's a power toughness to relax.
1: Yeah. Um, But yeah, Kevin, Um, I think you were talking about maybe this could come down on turn two, possibly.
0: Uh, I don't know if I had said anything you about know? that. But yeah, I mean, it could. Does it get like, oh, I like a be, zero uh...
1: five for one or something? Uh, yeah, that's I mean, egg You could turtle. Two of those. Yeah, egg and then turtle. you play that, and then you play another turtle, and then you play this, and it comes down on on turn 2 for
0: -10. It is goofy, you know, like the fact that it can just draw 15 cards. Um I don't know how you turn that into a win in that kind of deck, but I feel like it's got to be winnable. <laughs>
1: uh.
2: Yeah. I
0: yeah, mean,
1: now, honestly, list. there's the uh the one card um Umezawa's kid, I forgot her name or their name. Uh Oh, uh creatures with Actually yeah. is it just one or two or does Did it have school? That
0: yeah, that one's only uh, power or toughness. Okay, I believe Yeah, yeah. I see, I'm pretty I see. sure
1: it's Shenzuki. Well, if you gave your creatures minus one power.
2: Yeah, and this okay. one also gives plus one power, so it actually just has yeah, to so be that, zero. That yeah, yeah. Uh, Darn. It's okay.
0: I do like that it gives plus one power though, because that way your walls won't. Uh, you know, if you have a zero five and you don't have the other thing out, it can still work
1: with this. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a neat card. I think it's a fun card. I think people are really gonna enjoy brewing with it in pioneer.
0: Yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm interested in it for like the dumb reasons like, oh, what can I do with the fact that I have an 11 mana creature in yeah. my deck and like, hey, what's the fact, that, you know, what can I do with uh, you know, th- that kind of stuff or like, you know, if I draw 15 cards and I have shouldered or something, I don't know. I kind of want to do the silly stuff with it, not the obvious yeah. beat you with walls things, but that's cuz I'm a weird. No, nah,
2: weird guy. I, I think the thing you got to think about this card, it's like you can have like a crocodile tribal deck now, you can have an elk tribal deck now, you can have nice. a turtle tribal deck, like Cavernous souls gets so much equity with this card. Oh yeah
1: cool um
2: uh, Kev, which one's yeah. yours there's nothing to, so you know, i like ahead. talking
0: about the cards that are kind of like I, I think it's hard to evaluate maybe that maybe i should have been doing the bad ones like ryan was saying but i'm kind of interested in like what on earth does kaya do you know uh, is okay. that a spoiler it's our only place yeah, Walker, you're not a but
2: like, I, I think we can talk about this one twice because once the set comes out why not
0: yeah, so she, you know, she four mana planeswalker in black and white, three loyalty beginning, um, and it has the passive whenever one or more creatures you control or creature cards in your graveyard are put into exile. You can choose a creature card among the cards you put into exile and make a token you control become a copy of it until. Oh, it doesn't even say until end of turn. yeah It just becomes a copy, copy of, it of it with flying. Yeah. Uh, So, you can plus two to surveil two and then exile a card from a graveyard, plus one to make a 1 1 black spirit token with flying, and minus two to exile a creature you control, and then for each other player, exile up to one target creature that player controls.
1: (sighs) Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: It is a lot of words, so it's. I feel like this is a really hard card to evaluate. Um, Obviously, the biggest weakness here is the fact that black and white doesn't really have a deck, especially one that's you know playing cards that are four plus mana. Um, This seems like there's a lot of powerful things here. The fact that it has some you know a plus to make a creature, it has a plus to you know incidentally graveyard hate and you can turn random things into big creatures permanently, and I'm not exactly sure what or how you would do that. So, like, very interesting card here. Yeah,
2: like, I think what the thing we have to think about with this card, because, like, I also thought this card might be busted. I'm not too, too sure yet. However, the thing we got to think about (laughs) is, uh, okay... Is it good in a mid-range shell and i think to that answer i'm leaning no i think you kind of have to do something busted with it and the reason we're or sorry the way we're going to do something busted with it is by making our tokens copies of things that are like powerful and i don't know what the more powerful thing is i don't know what has a really powerful attack trigger because like you don't get etbs because it just becomes a copy of it um like i, I like i thought about Ashen Rider. i was like oh it's need to be atali oh it's need to be World's Brian well that one doesn't hit the graveyard so um it, it, it's, it's like trying to think about like what has the most powerful attack like Eulamog maybe but then we're playing Eulamog in our uh, Off deck so then we start to become a little bit more against the odds so it's finding that like big creature interestingly
0: so here here's another interesting thing is that if you blink something that's still a creature going into exile even hey. if it comes back that doesn't matter I don't think so oh, wait, I was about to say like, hey, does she go infinite with Felidar Guardian? Felidar Guardians banned for no reason. For no reason
2: whatsoever.
0: Right. Well, I, I say no reason. Sahili could should be the card. Yeah, Sahili should
2: be the card. banned. Felidar, band. Band. Felidar yeah. is so much more fun. Mm.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I'd be building Felidar decks all day. I like. I, I like how we find a way to rant about Felidar every podcast. <laughs>
0: Always. Always. Is there anything that blinks something and makes a token when it enters the battlefield?
2: I was trying to think about that. And I don't think so. Blinks and makes a token. I don't know if anything too. that makes a token and blinks. There's obviously the separate ones, but I can't think of anything that does it together. Too many. Um, I mean, we're at the
1: point where it's yeah. just too many cards for me to think about these. Days. If you can think about one, yeah,
2: to think put about it that. in the Discord. We'll break Pioneer. Yeah. There, you
1: there, there we go. There, we go. Has more time. On if their you hands. can blink
0: and put something into make a token, then you could. Well, I guess you wouldn't get the ETB then. So yeah, it's a
2: yeah interesting, you gotta interesting. you gotta figure it out it's really difficult i don't know like this card like it, it is so much text i think my favorite thing about that the like Doomwake tweeted is that its static ability is more than all three abilities combined um text wise <laughs> um yeah it's it's just one of those weirded dorky cards that like i wouldn't be surprised if it was powerful because somebody read it and was able to understand it better than me but
0: if you could exile your own stuff with a uh With a Skyclave apparition, that
2: would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, I I don't know what the big dumbest thing is that has, like, a good death trigger or a good attack trigger that you could, like, theoretically make a big guy with. I can't really think of it. Mm. There's like, no, like, I guess like there's, like, Bane of Balagued, which is, like, Annihilator 2, but I don't think we're doing that either. I don't know. It's interesting. It's a card that's a thinker.
0: We'll keep looking at it, yeah. I'm definitely going to be brewing with that card who's next uh
2: I, I can go next um I, we can each do one more how about that yeah
0: yeah that sounds good
2: um the one that i was kind of interested in is um or was it was it i saw it and then i forgot uh yeah we're talking about jane cards i forgot uh i'll talk about this one then uh lazav weaver of faces i'll talk about this guy um so he's blue and a black two three shapeshifter detective whenever he attacks exile target card from a graveyard then investigate whenever you sacrifice a clue you may have Lazov become a copy of target creature over sorry become a copy of a creature with uh exiled with it until end of turn so now is this card like insanely busted No. but i think the thing that's really interesting about it is it's is, is, is it's a legend so like for standard obviously that means a lot more however for our format. Uh, we now have a card that's just like a two-three, so it passes the stomp test. Obviously, it doesn't pass fatal push test, but continuously exiles the opponent's graveyard. It's Esper. Esper Legends has already been like a deck that's been like, mm. or sorry, uh, the Legends deck has already been kind of like a thing that's been like talked about, Rona? tried, pioneer with like, yeah, we have like Rona, we have Mox Amber, we have a lot more of these like other uh powerful cards that exist in the format. um Sacrificing the clue, uh sorry, it also just like gets a clue every single time whenever you're attacking and exiling the card from graveyard. So like you're just hey, and you can
0: turn that clue into a creature with Kaya and then you're you're off to the races. Yeah. So uh. like
2: there has there, <laughs> the, like this card feels like it's powerful and like cool. It just doesn't really have a home. So I know this card will be like a nuts thing in standard. However, in Pioneer, I don't know where it's abusable yet. However, I feel like someone can figure it out.
1: Yeah, okay. I don't know blue that well. I don't know. I, I kind of forgot all the blue cards in the format. So you don't know I your favorite it. blue card. <laughs> do I have a favorite blue card? You have to I have a favorite treasure blue card. There we go. There um. we go. All right. What do you got? You got it's one more big. there. Yeah, I got one more.
0: Kevin, you got one more after this, right? Yeah, why don't you go ahead, Ryan, and then I'll Um, try and find one more that's bad, but also
1: interesting. I I always love playing Goblins, so I'm going to go with Krenko. Baron of 10th Street. I don't think it's going to be good enough to play in Pioneer 4, but I think it'd be fun to brew with and play uh, in a Goblins build or maybe even kind of a, uh, not a Convoke deck, but like an Artifact-type build. So anyways, it's a 3-3 Haste Goblin. Sacrifice an Artifact, and it gets plus one, plus one uh counter sorry put it put a plus put plus one plus one counter on each goblin you control and then uh it says when an artifact is put into the graveyard from the battlefield you can pay one uh red and or sorry it's just a red mana and if you do you create a one one uh goblin creature token and it gains haste till the end of turn which i think that's kind of neat if you can build like a a, a nice how can i say um balance between goblins and things that create tokens you know like uh clues or whatever or blood tokens etc etc I think you could have a really nice engine with him and especially being able to sacrifice uh, something to put a plus one plus one on all your tokens or whatever I think that's really strong
2: I think my favorite part about this card is it's going to make all magic players learn how to use the stack and I think that's the best thing because like yeah you, you, <laughs> you gotta put the the sacrifice and artifact thing with the trigger and then like the one one goblin and like how much people are gonna miss the one one counter going mm-hmm. on the additional goblin and it's really funny yeah um yeah. however i like we we have seen goblins be i'm gonna use this word pretty sparingly or pretty uh pretty reluctantly but goblins has been okay in pioneer it's been like yeah. fine. there's been like a deck okay. every once in a while that like does pretty okay um how, uh, however uh, i don't know if artifacts is really like like delving into artifacts really ends up helping it uh cards that i could see that really go well with Cranko that maybe make Monterey a little bit more playable or cards like experimental frenzy so like you can just like sacrifice the artifact get the value of the card get the goblin uh but then you're not like you're reducing a mana to be able to yeah. use with experimental frenzy like it, it's it's this really interesting dichotomy but Cranko uh, does sound like a very fun card
1: build around. Like I said, I don't think it's going to make an immediate impact, but it definitely can see. Here's things like I wish we had that card. What was it from? It was on Arena. It was like uh the one that's in the the goblins uh, historic deck on Arena. I forgot what it was. Orange and no. It was an artifact for like 3 mana and like I think those spells cost one less to cast. Oh, are you and... talking um God, I'm trying to
2: think of that card.
1: You know what I'm talking about, right? It's in, it was yeah. in the um It's imprint the... card. Gixis, whatever his name is, whatever is, the big king of goblin guys. But yeah, I can't um, remember. I haven't played her. At Muxus, are you talking about? What's up? You're talking about Muxus. I was. Oh, it's, it's Muxus. Muxus. Yeah. He's, talking He's talking about me, the yeah.
2: discounter, which is yeah. goblin war chief. Is the discounter? Oh, However... Yeah, but this
1: there, there was an artifact that was basically like the war chief that gives everything. Hey, are you talking about Harold Torn? Yeah, it's Harold oh, no, no, Torn. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was the one that. Uh, but like, um, that would be like a cool little interaction. Make this cheaper. Sacrifice it give everybody a plus one, plus one, you know, after playing a whole bunch of stuff on your, uh, on your, I'm going to say, uh, after filling the battlefield with like one ones. Yeah. Sacrifice. I think, I Anyways.
2: Maybe not. Anyway. All right, Kev, you got your last one on the way out. All right.
1: I got one more that I'm
0: kind of interested in is a deck that right I never back, really guys. got a Go chance ahead. to brew around. Yeah. Is that a case of the stashed skeleton. It's one of these cases. <laughs> it's just two mana. It makes a two, one black skeleton with and suspects it, which means that, you know, medicine can't block. Uh, And to solve it, you at your end step have to have no suspected skeletons, which is super specific. (laughs) Uh, But then it becomes a, you know, one to black, sacrifice it to search your library for any card put into your hand. So I like that. I I, I kept wanting to mess around with like a black, white, something like, or like black X um, deck using the, uh, what was it where you can sacrifice a token, an enchantment or an artifact and do other stuff? Well, braids uh, does it too. I you know, she could be in there. But like the um the only good one was the tutor mostly. Yeah,
2: I'm trying to think of what card you're might. talking about. Um
0: uh it was a recent set, you know, like there's like the you you do that and then you can search for a card and if you sacrifice the thing you can cast it right away. I don't know. Uh ooh uh, uh
2: beseech the mirror.
0: Yeah, beseech the mirror. what's the mechanic of beseech the mirror? I'll bargain. Bargain, yeah. So I was thinking about like a black bargain deck. Uh, that seemed interesting to me. Is like, hey, this makes a token, this makes a cheap enchantment that you don't mind sacrificing, you know, or you can wait and then it's a tutor. And then like, now you've got this and you've got Beseech as like two ways to tutor out some kind of combo. Uh, so if you've got some kind of deck built around like a specific combo, like this could really work.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think the thing I, the th- the first question I'm asking about this card is there any way to remove a suspect counter or that kind of counter from our skeleton well, without having it die? Is the first thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, you sacrifice the creature. Yeah, and you can have sacrifice no the creature. With, uh, I'm just, just wondering
2: if there is a way death. to make it like meme worthy, so we can make the skeleton not sus and keep it around. But
0: there was a let me see. So
2: um... I don't think there's a way. I, I was trying to think of that for a bit when I saw this card. I couldn't think of one.
0: There there is a card that unsuspects a creature you control, but I'm trying to think oh, of what it is. I'm sure it's not something it's good. The yeah, it's in this okay, set. Yeah, yeah. Alright,
2: alright, 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 Um but anyways, yeah. Uh, so I do think this card does have value because of that. However, we we, we kinda gotta think about like, okay, so now that we're sacrificing it, like what's well, the most powerful thing to be doing? And now we're and, and in the theoretical deck that you're talking about, now we have like eight technical copies, assuming we're playing four each of like demonic tutor type thing um and so you yeah, kind of need like a yeah. lot more value and like things that you're getting for the powerful things so like it really depends on what like the payoff is for this card uh like what a lot of the surrounding things is because like i think this case uh among like the rare cases is like the easiest one to solve uh just to not have a skeleton mm, yeah. like you just gotta get rid of it you can either fatal push it yourself or just keep attacking with it and your opponent eventually has to block it or something along the line i don't have to think you have to worry about more than one suspected skeleton that ha- or, sorry having more than one suspected skeleton but who knows? Maybe you're playing Suspected Skeleton Tribal and you just put this in your deck for some reason. <laughs>
1: what's What's the card yeah, we're talking about? Sorry, Taste
2: of the Stashed Skeleton. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Okay, yeah, it also has good art, so uh,
0: yeah. Maybe you can do like Demonic Pact, and uh, you know now you've got a bunch of ways to search for your way to donate it, something like that. Yeah.
2: All right. I think we're good. I think this is all she wrote. All
0: right. That That's fine by me. I will find this card that lets you. Uh, let me see which one this eventually, one is. Eventually, you'll
1: find it. <laughs> eventually, eventually. Um, what is the card that yeah one it? i guess one thing one last thing i wanted to say before we wrap this up i love the flavor so far i think they did really good f- flavor wise you know the oh, yeah. abilities everything they, they've been hitting it out of the park with flavor for the last couple sets oh, yeah. i don't know about here we go deadly complications. got it okay
2: <laughs> uh but yeah like like a lot of these cards are like really funny to me like red herring is really funny slime yeah. against humanity is a fun yeah. one um, yeah. there's the one that references like the murder with like the lamb leg frozen. Um, there's, uh, there's just like infinite funny things. Like now there's the card called no more lies. So now you can just be like, ha, no more lying. And then just like counter their spell. <laughs> cause it's a counterspell, or
1: There's just like, there's just so many good puns of, that you can use in magic yeah, now. Like, well, there's also private eye, which is actually an eye a homunculus. <laughs> got it's that. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh-huh. posted
0: it in uh the pod live chat.
1: Okay. Alright. Um, um so
0: anything else you want to talk about here, Ryan?
1: I'm good. Th- that was uh you know what I wanted to talk about. We'll we'll right talk about everything. Yeah,
0: there's gonna you know there's a lot of good cards we haven't talked about yet that we'll talk about next week. Or at least hopefully some good cards. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. You know me, I can complain about anything, so hmm. <laughs> alright. That is gonna bring us towards the end of our episode the year, though. Um so Go ahead and follow us at MTG Pioneer. That will be the best way to stay up to date on everything going on. And from there, you can find a link to our Discord and go ahead and talk to all these other people who are going through spoilers, talking about new cards, deck, looking at deck lists, talking about events, all that kind of fun stuff, uh, all that
1: and more. And you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at uh, Yo Japan Hobbyist. if you guys want to talk to me. I'm also in the Discord all the time. And Ashiok?
2: What up? It's your boy. Ashiok in the closing. And uh, yeah, I ain't got a whole lot going on, but I usually do a shout out here. But again, I just like, I, I haven't been doing a whole lot. I've just been playing Standard a lot, honestly. Standard's yeah. been pretty fun. Been shout it. out to 2024.
0: Yeah, shout yeah. out to
2: 2024. This year's been kind of wild already, but hey, I'm living. <laughs> well, so we're, we're talking about Japan. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah Dreams, of on on Dreams of Ashiok on Twitter. Dreams of Ashiok on Twitter. Yeah, uh, well, here, I think like last week it got to minus 50 degrees Celsius. Damn. Yeah, I I my car died and so I had to go get a new battery. Mm. That was all my life was for a little bit. Uh you couldn't stand outside more than five minutes without your fingers freezing and frostbite. Yeah. Oh, it was cool. atrocious. But anyways. Uh that's all she out.
1: Yep.
0: Alright, that's gonna bring us into our show here. Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you for welcoming us back into the world of pioneer. Uh we are your first Pioneers podcast and we look forward to being your go to source for Pioneer Information Online. Your first pioneers are... Out? Flapping out. Suspecting yeah, wait, What are we out. doing? We're suspecting murdering. out. Suspecting murdering out. Murdering.
2: <laughs> no, no murdering.
0: Murdering out. Yeah. <laughs>